Yes, hello folks, welcome to the weekly Manchester United show. I'm your host as always, Phil Brown, joined with my regular co-host here, Colin McGuigan, my, my verbal sparring partner. How you doing, mate? How you doing, all good? All good, mate. Not much to talk about today, is it? Nah, I think we'll just start with the Dan James stuff, obviously. Nah, it's a bit controversial this weekend, Dan James scoring against United and refusing to celebrate. Did anything what else a, happen? What a guy. Um, mm. I'll, let, I'll let you get in there first, because you were very focal on social media last night. I haven't really been on Twitter, but I've just seen... Seen it there, so. Well, obviously, <clears throat> um, we should be sitting here talking about Christian Eriksen's first goal for Manchester United, Garnacho being absolutely outstanding, um, exciting young player, um, scored, done something that every young player in the world dreams about. You score a last minute winner for Manchester United, and that is what we should be talking about today. But instead, we're talking about a malignant narcissist, and. People won't thank me for making this analysis. I'm not comparing them completely. I'm comparing them as personalities. Their personalities are the same. Cristiano Ronaldo is essentially Donald Trump. He is completely incapable of taking any type of criticism, demands a, a ridiculous sense of loyalty to anyone around him, a petulant child when he doesn't get what he wants. Despite the fact he spends all day looking at himself in the mirror, can't find fault with himself. Can't see what everyone else sees, that he's not what he thinks he is. That he has this narcissism about him that the one thing you can guarantee, that the motivation for doing what he did yesterday was for a benefit to Cristiano Ronaldo. If there's an unintended consequence there where it benefits someone else or something else, there's some other narrative, it's not, it wasn't the <clears> intent. <throat> and it's no surprise to me he gave it to another sycophant in Pierce Morgan, a despicable human being, a human being, of course, who hacked dead people's phones, who said the FA Cup was dead because Manchester didn't play in it, but a guy who debases himself every single day on social media, being so obsequious to Cristiano Ronaldo on a level that is honestly embarrassing. He's, have you no agency? You know, and this is what Ronaldo demands of people around him. And if Cristiano Ronaldo comes out and says what he says, Colin, three, four months into his tenure at Manchester United, then what? Then everything he says has weight because there's no, a lot of what he said is correct. We know this. But... He did it at a time that serves him. He made sure he used United to get fit for the World Cup. This is a guy who was captain of the football club a, a week ago. A guy who Eric Ten Hag said, I'm not going to bring him on in a game out of respect for him in his career, since he doesn't respect Eric Ten Hag. A guy who clearly has got nothing to do with the problems that Ronaldo claims to have an issue with. And it also makes a terrible liar to Duncan Castles. Because now he's saying everything that was briefed to Duncan Castles over the summer was wrong. He didn't actually want to leave. It's United trying to force him out. Now, this is total nonsense. Right? This is mendacious nonsense. Ronaldo uh, gave an interview in June saying how excited he was to work with Ten Hag and everything else. And, and then comes out and says he doesn't respect him. I mean, Eric Ten Hag, in my opinion, has been overly generous to him. And the things that I don't understand, were, were, did Ronaldo not notice this when he was back with Juventus? You know, when, when United played them in the Champions League, that we know the pool and the jacuzzi. You know, are, are, it, the infrastructure is a disgrace. We know this. Like you're not, you're not, 
doing a great reveal here, where all of a sudden United fans are being enlightened. So we've known about the infrastructure problems. He will have known about them. His agent should have known about them, given how many clients he's had at United. Did he not speak to Diogo Dallo? Did he not speak to Bruno Fernandes? Did he not call Casemiro and say, hey, don't be coming here, mate. Rafael Varane. Hey, don't be going there, Rafa. Club's a mess. You know, all these problems that supposedly exist. And this is the reason why Cristiano Ronaldo is coming out. Right when he goes to the World Cup and says this. I mean, if anyone turns around and thinks this is about anything other than Cristiano Ronaldo, I mean, Jesus Christ, we're, 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 pull your head out of your arse. I think there's a, there's a few things. So it's mind-blowing to me that Ten Hag gave him the captaincy last week. Mm -hmm. If all this is going on, Agreed. Why, why give him the captaincy? So first off, when, when Ronaldo joined, as you said, everything was, was fine, everything went smooth. If he had all these problems, and he, he did refer to that, not being wanted last season either. He also named Randy And to be honest, he's probably yeah. right in what he's saying in, in some of his things. The way he's went about it, it's the wrong way. Mm -hmm. So he said about Ranić being a sporting director, not a coach. The whole world wasn't sure about him. He's disrespected Ralph Randić there, who, again, seems like a, a decent guy. Mm -hmm. Ronaldo's thrown him out, lamb to slaughter type of thing. But in terms of what he said about Randić, it's all true. The things that he said about the training ground, it's true. Mm -hmm. The infrastructure of the club, it's all true. He's went about it the wrong way and he's, he's dragged Ten Hag into it when he shouldn't have. We should really be talking about Garnacho this weekend and, and the talent that he is, but now the whole world has forgot about Garnacho. It's all about Ronaldo and that's what Ronaldo wants. Ronaldo only cares about himself. You referred to it there where you said that, you know, Ronaldo didn't do this for any other reason and if there's other reasons come out of it, so be it. And there is other things that will come out of this. This is a massive... This is one of the, the best players in the world, one of the biggest stars in the world, putting the Glazers on blast, which... But it's not... Part of, part of me wants... No, 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 but, but yeah. part, of, part of me wants that. So part of it is true mm -hmm. that the Glazers are going to be... There's going to be a lot of discussion here. Ten Hag's been thrown into this. But you do... We can't sit here and stick up for Ten Hag either because you have to realise Ten Hag gave him the captaincy last week. Why? Ten Hag... To me, doesn't seem like that guy that's going to just appease Cristiano Ronaldo, evidently. So why give him the captaincy last week if all this is going on? And that, that's the part that I can't understand. Yeah, look, there's a gradient here of things that are wrong. And in my opinion, he shouldn't have got the captaincy, I agree with you. But I don't think that's an indictment on Ten Hag. I think that, you know, if anything, it, it's an indictment on Ronaldo and his arguments um, about him not being treated fairly or being respected. I don't know what else he would have expected from Eric Ten Hag. I don't know what else he would have expected from someone else. I mean, there's certain issues that I have with, um, I mean, this is not Roy Keane Saipan here. This is not someone sitting down going to set up behind the scenes is disgracefully unprofessional and, and, and sacrificing himself for what ended up being an important moment in Irish football history that propelled him into some level of professionalism. If there's unintended consequences where it brings further scrutiny on the Glazer ownership, which, look, and, and I agree with you that there's a lot of what he said is correct, but it's lost in the motivation for the interview because the motivation is 110% self-serving. And the timing of it, this is again reflective of the fact that he's so badly advised. Now, I think what he tried to do yesterday was he tried to be smart. He tried to pick things that the fans are upset about and try to claim it was about that to win the argument, right? Let's have it right, Calm. Ronaldo doesn't care about any of these things. 
Ronaldo cares about himself and he cares about his own objections, objectives and, and that's okay, that's what makes him great. Um, the problem is his body's declined, his mentality hasn't and so his mentality is commensurate with a player that's no longer, that no longer exists and you can't pick a player based on what they did before. You can't pick a player based on reputation. You have to pick on based a player right now. And when United were drawing one each against Fulham, not once did I think if only you had Ronaldo here. Would you? No. Okay. So the guy's finished as a top-level footballer. That's blatantly obvious. He wants paid like one, right? Cristiano Ronaldo cut a turn around after three, four months. And he would have been... If you, you go back to last year when Ranić was brought in, right? United fans were protesting, really upset. The time to make yourself a martyr for a football club would have been then. If he wanted to turn around and highlight the issues that are going on behind the scenes, United fans would have welcomed that. But to do it now, when Eric Ten Hag is doing everything he can to fix the problems that Ronaldo has illustrated, I, I don't understand how you can be so stupid. You want to do this after United have just beat Fulham? when the fans are feeling great about Ten Hag, feeling great about what's happening, and then you want to get yourself in an argument with over this place isn't big enough for the, the, the two of us. I mean, you can never play for United again, ever. There's, there's no way you can put that guy in a Man United shirt and, and try to reconcile the differences with Ten Hag because what he did over the summer, there was a, a sense that maybe okay, maybe he's made peace and he could stay there. Now he can't, right? Um, and and I, I look at this and I'm thinking, if you look at... The, the entire content of the interview. It is so embarrassing. And again, I'm looking at a, a professional that's so poorly advised that I don't understand why how this helps him at all. I don't understand how this all of a sudden gets him an outcome that he wants. Because here's the thing, Tom. Let's say his argument is correct that United are trying to keep him or trying to force him out, right? And he just is this poor put-upon football that wants to stay and play for Manchester. And none of this helps that objective. None of this, right? If you want out, well, maybe this helps you because now your position is completely untenable. But now the question is, who wants you, right? Well, well, that was the question in August whenever we were saying who wants him, right? And it's quite evident that Ronaldo came out and said something along the lines of, I'll reveal all in a big interview, if you remember. He said that. Now, why didn't he it, do it then, then? Exactly, and that's my point, is he didn't do it in August because he wanted to get himself fit for the World Cup. No one else wanted him, and he wanted to be fit for the of World course. Cup. So it shows his mentality in this whole situation. But then you have to you have to refer back to things like Roy Keane. For example, if this happened in Roy Keane's dressing room with a player, can you imagine how Roy Keane would react? Yet he reacts completely differently because it's Cristiano Ronaldo, and he knows... Cristiano Ronaldo, who he is, what he is, and he wants to keep that relationship with Ronaldo for whatever reason, because to me, Keane was never like that. On the other hand, well, he also left the football club under bad circumstances too, and so I can see why he has this attitude. Well, not really. I mean, it was under bad circumstances, but Ronaldo has went a step beyond what Keane ever done, Mm. but at, at the same time, if, if we're also thinking about the whole situation with Gary Neville, Gary Neville spoke out against him. He doesn't want anything to do with him. Rio Ferdinand is another one who's, who's stuck up for him constantly. I don't understand it. There is there is nothing you can say now to back up Cristiano Ronaldo. I admittedly was the biggest the biggest Ronaldo fanboy there was, like to an extent that I, sh- I should never have been. Even saying to you on this podcast a few months ago how I thought he would turn it around. It's a disgrace. He needs to go. And like he, he refers to this whole thing. In, in that interview, he referred to Sir Alex Ferguson. And he said how he, he didn't want to disrespect him. 
he's just done the biggest disrespect to Sir Alex Ferguson he could have done oh, because Ferguson has said that you can never, ever, there's no player bigger than the manager and Ronaldo thinks he is and that that's a serious problem. Here's the thing, Cam, right? <clears throat> if United didn't have all the problems Cristiano Ronaldo talks about, <sighs> Cristiano Ronaldo wouldn't be there, right? Because a proper functioning football club that employs sports science and everything else doesn't sign Ronaldo. So basically, United signed him to stop him going to City. You know, he was an Edward Bird signing. Edward Bird convinced the uh, Solskjaer and the Glazers that this was the right thing to do. And Ferguson didn't want him going to City, didn't want him winning the European Cup at City. I can understand why United didn't want that happening. But a protest against that, I mean, it's a, you have to learn from the Alexis Sanchez situation. You know, it's not always good to sign a player just because you don't want them to go there. Under Ferguson's tenure, Schmeigel went to City, right? Uh, United legend. And I understand it was a different Manchester City, right? But if United had the had, had all those problems fixed, he wouldn't be there. Hence the reason why football clubs that are capable of winning the Champions League, which are run properly, won't sign him. Because they're seeing the same thing, right? So because Manchester United are a bit of a circus at times, under Woodward, he was able to get, he was able to, to come back. Um, and if, like I said, if he'd have done this at a time when he was playing every week, where you can say to yourself, okay, he's not being left out, he's not, you know, he's he's part, he's not, you know, he's, he, he has no motivation, there's no incentive for him to do what he's just done. Then I'm a lot more sympathetic to this. Because we criticise players for not being honest. We criticise managers for signing NDAs and leaving and refusing to reveal what's going on and all that. And so, in some sense, with Ronaldo, if one of the, one of the, you know, for a lot of young kids, Ronaldo is bigger than Manchester United. That's a fact. You know, um, and so, he has tremendous reach with his voice. <coughs> if he wanted to join the Glazer Out movement, he could have done so, so much in, in a much more effective way. Now, I've criticised people in the past, I've criticised Ferguson for not criticising the Glazers. And there's more of this interview to be revealed. If he comes out and skewers the Glazers personally, I will be ecstatic. Now, I'm not going to give him credit for doing it in the sense that uh, he's joined the Glazer Out campaign. And I accept that I'll take any scrap you can give me, even if it's not perfect. You know, anything that increases the focus on them, as an, even if it's an unintended consequence, I'll take a positive from this negative but overwhelmingly I wish this interview hadn't happened because it it didn't need to happen come in there in any particular football club there will be a bunch of players wanting to leave for very good reasons and you just don't wash it and, and you don't wash your, your, your dirty laundry in public like that the signals on the dressing room are supposed to be sacred and I, I just and, and, and there's a lot that hasn't come out that has happened inside United with Ronaldo over the last 12 months, something that I've been told and I can't repeat, that doesn't reflect well on him. What do we do now? Do we, this leaves you with a burning desire for a striker in January that now is non-negotiable that you say now. Agreed. A striker in January. It leaves you with a situation where do you terminate Ronaldo's contract? Do you let him rot in 21s? Do you, what, what do you do with Cristiano Ronaldo? Because he's done the worst. He can't do anything worse than what he's done. So Mm-mm. I wouldn't terminate his contract. I mean, I tell, I tell you what I would do with him. I would make him come to United with a solution. If you want out in January, pay, get someone to come up and give us money for the release you six months early. If not, 
You're going to stay uh, contract to Manchester United. You'll never play in the first team and you'll be put in the under-23s. You'll not play there either, but you'll trim them if you want. And you can sit there for six months. That'll drive him nuts. But then he'll just refuse to train. Okay, well then he's in breach of contract, in which case you need to don't you're have to terminate pay him. His contra- I know, but then you're going to terminate his contract. Okay, but you don't have to pay him. You don't have to pay him up. He's making was seven eight hundred grand a week, so if you think that, you know, what's it? That's that's three point two million a month. So even to pay him up for six months, right? Six times three. That's a lot. Million. I'm joking. Um, but um, so that's a lot of money, and the uh, it means from a United perspective, look for Ten Hag, it solves a problem immediately, and it also will force United to have him to do something in January, right? Which if you watched United yesterday, they're crying out for a striker. I mean, Garnacho saved United yesterday. But one, I'm sitting there, and honestly, I went f- from anger to elation because I'm sitting there, and I know Christian Eriksen missed his chance, but again, I'm sitting there going, Marcus Rashford has missed two or three great opportunities in this game in the same way he did against Newcastle, which cost United two points, in exactly the same way they did against Chelsea. He was bailed out at Everton by Ronaldo, right? Scoring that goal. And then going, this forward line cannot keep costing United. It has to win them games, not cost them games. If United won those other two games, they'd be two points behind City. Right? I would have taken that going into January or going into the World Cup. So they have to do something. If Mika Arteta is going to get money in January, there's no excuse for United not giving Eric Ten Hag money in January, especially now. Cristiano Ronaldo is someone that can never play for his football to live again. And look, sometimes you, you, in, in any relationship, there's a lot can be said. Cristiano Ronaldo owes Manchester United fans. United fans have sung his name for 20 years, Calm, right? Since he came in 2003. They sang his name when he was at Real Madrid when they were waving white hankies like a teenager in his bedroom, right? Wanting them out. Still sang his name, despite the way he left in 2009, which was a complete betrayal to everything United had done for him and to Ferguson. And now he's done it again to Ferguson. I mean, if I'm Ferguson, I'm, yeah... Uh, wash my hands of this kid. Florentino Perez called him correct. Great player, probably one of the greatest players in the history of Manchester United. But make no mistake about it, it was always a marriage of convenience for him. I think the the most telling thing was is that after he won in Moscow in two thousand and eight, the first thing Ronaldo done was try and get himself out and got that move to Real Madrid. And I mean, in terms of of what it's done now, it's. It's hampered his reputation with United fans, but as as you've referred to, plenty of others that have done this before and, and different things, and he'll always be remembered as a Manchester United great, whether some people like that or not, he, he always will be remembered. It's sad that he's went out this way, really, because this should have been Ronaldo helping Ten Hag bring Manchester United back to the top, and unfortunately it hasn't worked out that way. I mean, you've said it, Ronaldo only cares about himself, and it's evident now. Like for for me, I probably it was paper over the cracks for many years. Whenever I just thought, oh, Cristiano Ronaldo, I was in that that mind space of Ronaldo is the man. He's going to turn things around. He didn't do it. He didn't perform. I mean, other than that last minute Villarreal goal, what really did he do since he came in? Look, I, he got he got some some important goals last year. This year he's been non-existent. It was it was time for him to go in the summer. No one wanted him. Like you said, he didn't have a move anywhere. He used us to get himself fit for the World Cup. Mm-hmm. He's got there and now he sunk us, and that, that's the simple of it. Yeah, and look, I think a lot gets revealed by his emotional immaturity um, and his sensitivity to Gary Neville, a guy he played with for a decade. Right? 
or whatever. Uh, I mean, he played with Gary Neville for oh, about five, six years. You can't take the mildest criticism. I mean, Wayne Rooney, you know, by the way, Wayne Rooney, who's every, with every reason to, to, to smack him around the head after what he did at the Euros, trying to get him sent off, right? Um, who forgave him that time. I mean, if you go through Ronaldo's career consistently, the one thing that shows up is he always acts in his own best interest. If that happens to coincide with somebody else's, that's an accident. That is exactly what happens when he plays for your team. He's so driven for personal goals, which of course means that propels your team to other goals such as Champions Leagues and what have you. But Cristiano Ronaldo is the type of guy that if you lose 6-1 six, six, and he scores, he goes home happy. As long as I Let, let's, I, I'm, not, I'm not backing him up here, right? But let's just play devil's advocate for a minute and say that a lot of what he's saying is right. Yes, he ha he hasn't been respected at the club since he came in. No, I don't. I that, disagree from... with that part. But everything else, I agree with. But infrastructure, well, no, he ha he's definitely been respected, man. I would I would no, disagree he, with that. No, he's been disrespected because no. Whenever he came into the club, the Glazers didn't back the team like they should have. They put a man in charge that they should never put in charge. They've now got the right man in charge, and unfortunately for Ronaldo, this year he's just passed it. If Ten Hag was in last year. With Ronaldo performing like Ronaldo performed last year when he got some crucial goals, it could have been a different story altogether. Yes, Ronaldo has used this in his own best interest because he's selfish and he's came out and said things that he shouldn't have said, but that was all because this year Ten Hag is no nonsense. Ten Hag doesn't want them about and he doesn't like it because he feels like he should be the main man. Don't don't get twisted here. The Glazers have done totally wrong for Manchester United and Ronaldo is bringing that to the world's eyes now. What Ronaldo said in this interview, we haven't heard the full interview, but there's going to be more comes out. But they they have disrespected him. They have. So let let let's, let's take that apart. So we signed last season at the end of the window, right? So he will have known when he signed how the manager was backed or not backed. And let's say if manager was backed with a proper striker, Ronaldo wouldn't have been there. Anyway. Um, so he came to a dysfunctional football club, which was blatantly obvious to anyone that's been paying remotely atten remote attention. Um, with dysfunctional why, though? Well, we all know why, right? It's disgraceful mm -hmm. how it's run behind the scenes, right? So the sack sold square into his reign. So basically, the only window United didn't buy when he was there was last January, right? This year, they spent the second most of any football club in the world, right? So can't argue about manager not being backed because the manager the new manager is being backed and some of his mates were brought in one of his mates brought him from Real Madrid the other one brought in from Real Madrid with Rafael Varane um, you know they spent 100 million on Anthony you know so does that that to me is not a legitimate argument well Sad put, put it this way right sorry Ronaldo doesn't love United like he said he did right of course he, had one, he loves he had, himself he had, one foot, he had one foot in the door city right United come knocking Ferguson speaks to him and says come to United. Mm -hmm. At that point, we'll wait and see the full interview. I would say I'm 99% sure that he was made promises. He was made promises from the club that they would back in certain ways. They didn't. They sacked Ole Gunnar Solskjaer at the first opportunity. Whether that was right or wrong remains to be seen and, and everyone has their own opinion on it, right? Whether he should have been sacked at the time or not, if he should have been given more time. He was sacked. They brought in Ralph Rangnick who should never have been in the position of manager. Whether we like it or not, he shouldn't have been. That was a quick fix. Again, reactive situation, not proactive in their search for a manager. And that's telling of the whole board and the directorship that we have at Manchester United, right? Ronaldo's disrespected in that regard. 
he carries the team last season on his own back because no one else performed last season. I think that's fair to say as well. Okay. This season, he doesn't like it because there's other players that have come in and outperformed him in terms of in the fans' eyes. You've got the likes of Martinez, who's now a fan favourite. Ronaldo doesn't like that because he likes to be the main man. Ronaldo was disrespected last year. He's now disrespected the club by coming out. But he is absolutely right in half of the things he said. And that that's the worst thing about this is, yes, he shouldn't have done the interview, mm. but he is right in most of the things that he's come out and said. Yeah, but th- th- this this is different. Th- th- this is th- So basically, his argument is... Because the only manager United could have backed, I mean, the next window available where United could have spent money was last January. So his argument is United didn't back a manager he didn't rate, that he thought he'd never, or somebody he'd never heard of. And look, you can argue that Ranjuk shouldn't have been there. It's an interim manager, right? You're not supposed well, to get but, a, 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 but hold on, let me finish. This is, this is important. Or? Yes, of course. Whether they should have had an interim manager really is irrelevant. This is not about Ralph Ranick. If you never had a hard uh, Resinadine Zidane as the, as the uh, interim manager, it wouldn't have been about. If, if you really think mm-hmm. if Zinedine Zidane comes in last January and says, first thing we have to do, boys, we have to get a world class striker, Ronaldo, your bench mate, you think Ronaldo Ronaldo would be sitting there six months later going, Cracker manager, mate, you know, totally understand why I get benched there, you know, because this is about the football club, this is about Manchester United fans, this is about United being successful, this is not about me, this is not about me playing, this is not about any of that, this is about the bigger picture, this is solely about the football club and the manager and, 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 the, and the jacuzzi and the, and the pool and Gary Neville and Wayne Rooney and... and uh, well, all those do, do you really think that would have happened? No, I, I, I don't, right? I agree so clearly you. this isn't about Ralph Ranick. This no, is nothing no, no, to no. do with Ralph Ranick. But it all feeds into my point that the Glazers have done so much wrong at Manchester United. This is the the biggest star at our club, the biggest Calm. household name at our club. He was there it's in two thousand. United sold him in two thousand and nine, and never <clears> replaced him. Do you think that it, it was a it was it was news to Ronaldo that the Glazers are parsimonious? Well, I mean, he, he clearly thought that it, there would have been some sort of change at the football club yeah, since he left. On. I mean, having the same jacuzzi, the same kitchen, that is an absolute Well, then disgrace. why didn't he say this last we're January? We're talking almost 20 here. Why didn't, he come out, why didn't he come out and say this last January then? Because, again, like, he's came into the club. Because he's self-serving. No, and I because agree. Because he was, it's, do you, if he were sitting in the Champions League right now, competing for titles... Do you and think, he you, and he was playing every? Do you think he said no, any of this? Every week, no. But if he wasn't, what, so this is not about the football club yeah. or what's best for football. It's about Cristiano no, Ronaldo. But, That's it. But as part of this, there is a good side to this coming out that. The Glazers are put on blast. Anything that yes, can but that's an unintended now. consequence. He doesn't get credit for that because that's not his motivation. I'm not giving the credit to Cristiano Ronaldo. I'm saying this is good because it puts more eyes on the Glazers and puts more eyes on the wrongdoings that have been going on at the club. Does it? Tell me, yes. who do you feel? will be influenced by this that didn't occur before. There's going to be hundreds of thousands of people that listen to this interview just because it's Cristiano Ronaldo that sure. don't realise that don't realise the ongoings at this club that okay. me and you and every other fan watching this realise. So let's, let's, we're, we're let's in take your point there. Let's take your point there. Someone at this stage <clears throat> of their life is completely uninformed about what's going on behind the scenes at Manchester United. Somehow. But they're going to watch this interview and these are particular people of influence that will influence the outcome as to whether the Glazers keep Manchester United or not. Who are these people? It's it's not about that. I'm saying it's the more focus and the more eyes that we get on this Glazers out campaign, the better. And I mean, this is okay. You've said it's an unintended consequence. I'm not saying for one second Ronaldo had in his mind, 
oh, I'm going to appease the United fans by doing this. I agree with you. He tried to make that interview. He was sm- thought he was smart in terms of what he was saying to try and get the fans on side. At the end of the day, he's still getting eyes on this campaign. He's getting eyes on all the wrongdoings that the Glazers have done. That's a good thing. Ronaldo was going to leave regardless. Simple here's, as that. He was going to leave regardless. Come with that. I'm virulent anti-Glazer. And people like me are still looking at this interview and not saying this has anything to do with the Glazers out. This has got nothing to do with anti-Glazer, anything. And because he's so easy to attack and the motivations of this interview are so easy to identify, this will do nothing for the Glazers and put pressure on because it's so easy for them to deflect and go, this is a patch of the football, a crime because he's not playing. And, and, but, and 95% of people covering this will agree. But then that goes against what you've been saying all along with Joel Glazer's the reason why Ronaldo's still at Manchester United. So where does well, that come into this? Of course, and so this is what I'm saying. Like this is what this is how it's so obsequious nonsense, you know, to turn around and say that he's been disrespected. Ronaldo was at Manchester United for two reasons. One, because it's a massively dysfunctional football club. Otherwise, they wouldn't have been signed in the first place. And two, because United didn't want to spend the money to replace him over the summer, so they didn't want to sell him. So the idea that he's being forced out by executives. Is just complete and utter nonsense. The reverse is true, right? But this is what you would say whenever your agent can't get you a f- particular football club. It's not me, it's you. So, Cristiano, when is, when, when is Ronaldo hold the hands up and say, yeah, I could have done that better, or maybe I mishandled that? Or There's not one single moment where he has been self-deprecating, not one single moment where he's held his hands up and said, you know, that apology, for example, over in not coming on, didn't apologize to the fans because he's so, he, he is so insular. He is so narcissistic. He can't understand how his, his behavior negatively impacts someone. And so it's always all about him. Always. I mean, just listen to the words he's talking about, about with the fans. That the fans decide to turn on me, that's okay. He doesn't care about any of this. Does he care about the United fans? He couldn't. They, they, that, that time he walked down the tunnel, right, there was a kid reached out to him, maybe nine or ten, to high five him. And the fucking weirdo blanked him. Right? A child who probably idolizes him. Right? What's it take to. I mean, I understand you can have bad moments. I even understood why he did what he did at Everton. When he smacked the phone out of the kid's hand. I get it, you're a human being. But you are 100% in the wrong. To not, you I mean, Tevez did that at City and didn't play for six months. But Ronaldo had I, the captaincy two weeks later. I get what you're saying, right? And this might be an unpopular opinion, but what this guy, Michael Tobin's just wrote in, I don't know if you can put that up there, where he said that we need to refer... Reserve our judgment until we see the whole interview. I agree because we're seeing snippets that, that Pierce Morgan wants to sell the interview on. We're seeing oh, the. No, no, no. I know what they're going to No, but I'm just telling you why he's put this out and why he's put these clips out. They are the big sellers. They're the things that people are going to go, I need to watch this interview. Because you guarantee it, so many people on Wednesday are going to be scarring the web until the minute this comes out, right? The minute it comes out, then we can have a proper judgment on Ronaldo. Definitely what he's done is wrong, right? I'm not saying for one second anything that he said is right. But there is going to be... There's going to be a circumstance that comes out of this that is good for Manchester United in terms of 
the th- the thing with the Glazers. Ronaldo was going regardless, mate. Ronaldo was we we we've watched him this season. He's not been at the races. We know he was going to leave. So he's he's came out. He spoke. He said things he probably shouldn't have said. Let's watch the whole interview and then reserve judgment. Let's change this conversation from Ronaldo to Garnacho because that that kid at the weekend. You said it. The dream for any any kid who grows up watching Manchester United. Before I get to Granato, because I want to tell him something, <clears throat> I don't need to hear the rest of the interview. Because, Why? Because I already know that the entire interview is done 100% with the motivation of what's best for Cristiano Ronaldo. And that's I it. know, mate, but that, you can't but just no, 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 no. Because the, here's the thing. It goes back to even the nonsense over the summer about the Champions League. You wanted to wait until July to make an issue out of that? No, you, you don't get to do that. You don't get to turn around a year and a half when you're getting dropped and you're not playing and you're getting left out to then say, this is about what's best for Manchester United. This is about how bad it is behind the scenes. Look, son, you were there with Juventus, right? When, when Mourinho played them. Did you not see it then? Did you not know when Diogo Dallo, your Portuguese teammate, was playing there or Bruno Fernandes was playing there? Did you not know? Did your agent not know? Whenever this is being talked about, tell me one single thing Cristiano Ronaldo has said that hasn't been said a million times before. But what is he telling you you don't know? Okay, but you, you're no, but there's no you're, that, that matters. Here, but you're saying here that you're not gonna, you don't want to see the rest of the week because you're. It doesn't matter to me. I don't care what he says at this point because it's all has put out the cell. We don't know the full facts of the interview. I think it's. It's far enough to say that you want to see the whole interview and reserve judgment on it, like that guy said there. I agree with it. I've, listen, I've seen enough. Idiot. No, no, but you say you've seen enough. There's so much yeah. more to come out of this interview. We but don't know if we don't know if. I don't care if he turns around and says, "And by the way, I'm going to be a missionary in Rwanda to feed kids." And I don't care. No, come on, because this is not a. Bu- no, no, no. I'm serious. There's nothing he could turn around and say that hasn't that in that interview. That would mitigate it or redeem himself okay, because so see, Cristiano see Ronaldo will not say or do anything that isn't about what's best <sighs> for Cristiano Ronaldo. That's it. Okay, but see if we're talking about the comments that I made on this podcast, probably in around the summertime. Whenever I said, "Look, there's things going on in this guy's in this guy's life. There's problems that he has. He hasn't come out right. He has said." No, I, I agree with that. I, I, I look. I agree. He wants to get out, but at the same time, he said that people didn't respect whenever there was a problem with his his daughter in the summer. We've seen that. He I should didn't never respect him. He, he wasn't allowed to go on tour because he they, he said at the beginning they didn't believe him. He had to force his way out of the tour, from what I've read. So again, we haven't we haven't listened to the whole interview. We can't. We have Man. to reserve our judgment until then. I'm not United are guilty of a lot of things. <laughs> Now, one thing they're not guilty of is being insensitive when it comes to certain things like this. I mean, that there's just no way that United would have turned around and, and done... I mean, the, 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 everything gets leaked inside that football club. Everything. Right? The, the first thing they think about when they're confronted with a situation like that is what's going to happen when this hits the press. Right? And whether they, 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 it's, a, it's a football club that's been guilty many, many times of not being led by moral compass. I accept that. The Super League, Marco Nudovic, all that. I get that. Okay, so because would you have preferred expedient. Ronaldo? Would you have preferred Ronaldo to leave in January? Like, he probably was going to leave in January, if not he's going to leave in the summer, and said nothing, not questioned the Glazers, not questioned the ownership, not questioned the the reason mm-hmm. to, to bring Ranić into the side. Forget about the Ten Hag comments, because that's completely wrong, right? He should never have brought Ten Hag into it. He did, and that, that's Ronaldo's downfall in this situation. But everything else he said, 
I agree with. Okay, the, so, um, so so imagine that was his real incentive was to turn around and highlight the issues that are going on behind the football club. Imagine that's Cristiano Ronaldo's incentive. Even if he didn't do it last January, the time to do it was over the summer. Yet its protests were reaching a crescendo. The fans were livid. The fans would have loved someone like Cristiano Ronaldo to come out and do something like this. If Cristiano Ronaldo rings someone like in 1958 or fan groups and turns around and says, I'm all in. I'll come out and make a statement about everything that's going on behind the football club about these disgraceful owners and we'll make it about that. Okay. I agree. Then, well, then, 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 no, 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 let me finish because this is important because I don't want to have to argue something. Um, so if he does that, great. Then I'm all in. But none of this is about that calm, right? This is, he is using these issues to try to disguise the fact that this is all about him and not playing every week and not playing and chasing Messi's records and matches netted were of use to him when they could help him but once United weren't in a position to serve him then he turned around and shit all over the football club that's it that's all it is and I'm going to tell you it's about this I'm going to tell you it's about this I'm going to tell you anyone that's been in any type of relationship will know this happens in every argument this is straw man argument the whole definition of straw man right this has got nothing to do with the Glazers. This has got nothing to do with any of that. Right? This has okay, got to well, do again, with, we know. We haven't seen the full interview. And what I'm saying is, is you know yourself, whenever you're in an argument, or you're, try you're trying to explain something, there is, there is reasons that you say things that you don't mean to say. Maybe, for all we know, he only mentioned Ten Hag once in that whole interview, which is a possibility, right? Pierce Morgan has used that snippet to sell this interview. To be, we don't know. To be fair, Tom, he said it. Okay, you know, no, 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 I'm not disputing The reason why I used it, because he said... No, but what, what I'm saying is, is, Ronaldo might have said that, that could have been a slip of the tongue question in Ten Hag, it could have been, it could have been, it could have been, we don't know, it could have been the only time he mentioned him in the whole Did thing. he correct himself? No, but well... So it wasn't we, we a slip of the tongue, he clearly intended to say it. He could have went on to a sentence after that and said, look, Ten Hag, Ten Hag for me has done this wrong, whatever, I don't know. I'm just saying, we need to see the full interview and then we can base an opinion. Ronaldo's wrong, in my opinion. Well, you can base an Hag. opinion on what he said in the interview, that's one thing, but the reasons for doing it are obvious. This has got nothing to do with what's best for United. I mean, there's no point in debating why he did it. Because we know why he did it. It wasn't to serve you or me or because he has a benevolent feeling towards United fans or because he cares about the Glazers. Right? I mean, they, they, they attribute anything like that to him is, 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 is totally insane and a complete in, inability to be honest and intellectually honest with yourself. Because clearly this has got nothing to do with anything other than what's no, best I, for I'm him. No, I, th I think it's all to do with what's best for Ronaldo. It's all to do with, with Ronaldo's ego. It's all to do with what Ronaldo wants and what Ronaldo needs. But at the same time, we don't know the full facts of this interview, so I think we should. Res we, we can like my judgment on it right now is Ronaldo's wrong. Terminate his contract. Get him out of here. That's how I feel right now. Right. Get get him out of the club. Don't want him there anymore. He's not doing anything for us. But let's see the full interview and let's see if maybe he does attack the Glazers. Let's see what he says about the Glazers. Let's see if it, it actually is beneficial to United in the end because we're only seeing small snippets of an interview that Pierce Morgan's using to get clicks to get paid. As as nah, to be fair to Piers Morgan, Cristiano Ronaldo did the interview. Cristiano Ronaldo wasn't, had, didn't have a gun held to his head to say what he said. Cristiano Ronaldo is the reason why this... No one's watching this for Piers Morgan. Right? I mean, Cristiano Ronaldo could have been interviewed by Scarecrow. It would make no difference. But it makes no sense to me that he, he criticises Ten Hag, right? So he, he does... He criticises Ten Hag in the, the interview and he shouldn't have. But Ten Hag 
makes him captain last week. Surely, if that relationship's so bad, and Ronaldo is in the mindset of Ten Hag, it's a problem. He's disrespecting me. Why give him the captaincy last week? Whoa. That that to me is completely. I I can't understand it for a second. Well, you can argue that. I mean, there's, but but what I would say is, if I look at that, there's only one person who comes out of that bad, and it's not Ten Hag. It's Ronaldo. No, it looks but, to, because the one thing he can't say is United didn't give him an opportunity. I mean, United. I mean, maybe Ten Hag's being smart. Maybe Ten Hag gave him the captaincy, knowing exactly where this was going. So did he could turn around and go, listen, he was maybe. played, he was made club captain, he was given everything he was ever asked for, not our problem. I mean, if if he wasn't played all season and he was banned and marginalised, like, like I think that should have happened, maybe he's got a, you can turn around and go, okay, I, I get it. But when I look at what Ten Hag is doing, Solskjaer accommodated players on an individual basis and it wrecked the dressing room. Completely wrecked it. So when Ronaldo was catered to last season, internally the football club was a mess. And there was constant reports of fights with players, fist fights, Maguire, Ronaldo, other players with Ronaldo, Jadon Sancho, lots of things. Right? Ten Hag comes in and fixes these problems, which is blatantly obvious that he does, that he has. Right? And all of a sudden this doesn't suit Ronaldo. Why? Because there's no more favoritism. There's n it's nigh, it's blanket discipline equally applied to everybody. Don't care who you are. You earn a place in this team. You don't get picked because you're chasing records or because you're bigger than a football club or because you're going to go to the press. United cannot react to that type of intimidation. They must say, you know what? You have no power to pick this team. There's nothing you can do to influence you getting picked or getting treated differently than anybody else. Nothing. Lots of players have had to accept their careers come to an end. They don't get picked every week. Go through any legend when they reach that point in their careers. Right? Glenn Hoddle on the bench for Chelsea. You know, Maradona on the bench for Boca Juniors. You know, this, this happens everywhere. And I, and I know it's difficult to accept when you're at the end of your career, when you've still got the same mentality you had at 21, 22, 23, that I'm the best ever. And it's difficult to accept that you aren't. But, but, but... You have to have some, you have to be surrounded by people that can turn around with you and say, Cristiano, you're 37, 38 years of age, okay? You are not 26, 27. There is nowhere for you to go at a top club where you're going to start every week. And now Ronaldo's put himself in a position where he's going to have to make that happen for him to have any credibility in this discussion. Now George Mendes has to go out and say, see, it's not United, or it's not my client, it's United. Ronaldo has to go now and have a, the best, an amazing World Cup. He now has to go find a top club that's willing to take him in January where he's going to start. I don't think he can do either of those things. Let's, let's see how he performs at the World Cup, but I mean, I, I think he ends up at Sporting Lisbon. I think that's probably the only place that, that he could end up. Um... But yeah, it's unfortunate this happened. But let's uh, let's talk about it again whenever the full interview's done, and then we can probably say more about that. Bastards never let me forget. When you get to my age, I'm telling you, every joke sounds like you told it the first time. I have to listen to my dad telling me the same joke he's been telling me for 35 years, and I haven't got the heart to tell him. I've heard it over and over again. But anyway, 
I, I don't you you can, I mean I'm curious to see what but the, the, what's in the rest of this interview but the fact that it's being bled out over days means this shit is going to stay in the news for days and days and days and this is what's going to dominate the discussion not all the positive things that are happening and what does this do you know the other negative effect is if you're a another player that wants to come to Manchester United in January. I don't think this is good for the football club's image in attracting other players. I, um, but I, I also think, like you said, it's such an easy interview to discredit and make it about other... I mean, if you want to make it about the Glazers, make it solely about the Glazers and do it at a time. But that doesn't do the clicks for Piers Morgan, and that's my point. No, nah, it's is not that... about Piers Morgan. Piers Morgan doesn't determine when this interview happens. Piers Morgan no, doesn't determine no, when this saying, interview. No, this has got nothing to do with Piers Morgan. This has got no, to do with Cristiano Ronaldo. You're, you're, you're but, but I'm talking about Ronaldo's... Ronaldo had needed to do this interview a year ago. And then it has credibility. But I don't think you're... So this is, this is all going out on Piers Morgan's new thing, Uncensored where he gets all these interviews, he puts them up on his YouTube. He wants to gain subscribers and clicks from this. He's not going to do that if he if he has a headline, Ronaldo slams the Glazers, if that's his main headline. Because the average average Joe on the street doesn't give a shit about that, doesn't even know who the Glazers are, doesn't probably know much about Ronaldo. This is all about Pierce Morgan in terms of growing his platform. Man. So yes, Ronaldo, Ronaldo didn't have to do the interview, but that's why I'm saying he's put out these clips. Yeah, but Ronaldo, Ronaldo consented to all of this. Ronaldo consented. Pierce Morgan's job is to do exactly what he's doing. <clears throat> right? But he can't do any of this unless Ronaldo hands it to him. Right? So, this is got how, how Pierce Morgan markets this interview is the least of all else. Because at the end no, of the day... No, but what I'm saying is, is there could be other things in this interview that he isn't putting out there because he knows it's not going to do the clicks. And that's my point. Of well, he's going to put the whole interview out. Right. I mean, the whole interview yeah. will be broadcast. That's so that's then, so, but, why did he not just put that out straight away, though? But, well, cause he's a, because that's not his job. His job is to, is to drive clicks, is to drive, is to drive eyes. But that's... But, but, but that, yeah. But he's not trying to disguise that fact from you. You know, no, I mean, but, you, you but don't... he's trying you to don't, get as, as many as possible. Drug dealer's job is to give you product, how you consume it, it's up to you. You know, there's there's no disguising what my job is. This is what I do. If he gives me that interview, I do exactly the same thing because that's his job. So, you know, Roy Keane, that's his job. You don't thank the postman for delivering your letters, right? So, for Pierce Morgan, I I despise the creep, right? But he's the least of all ills here. You know, at the end of the day. Every single excerpt that's in that interview, if there's anything that's broadcastable and marketable, it's because Cristiano Ronaldo said it. You know, Cristiano Ronaldo could have done an hour and a half interview filled up with fluff and nonsense, and which case he'd have nothing to, to market. So everything that's in there is because of the result of Ronaldo saying so. I, I think we were, we're nearly out of time anyway, mate. But um, we didn't get a chance to talk about Garnacho. We'll do that later on in the week. Definitely. Give me your sum up about how you feel about all of this. I think Ronaldo's wrong. I think we should terminate his contract. I don't agree with you that he should be kept around the place because clearly he's not a, he's not a good influence if this is what's happened. I'll reserve my full judgment until I see the full interview because I don't think you understand what I'm saying in terms of Pierce Morgan driving the clicks. But my, my point in that is that I think more Pierce Morgan has picked out certain snippets of this to make Ronaldo look... There could be points that Ronaldo says things that are completely understandable in this interview, but we're not going to see them because they don't drive the clicks. Um 
I'll reserve my full judgment till the end, but I don't think it'll change my mind in terms of I think Ronaldo should go. I think it's time's up, and I think we need to back the, the manager in January and get a good striker in. I agree that he should go, that the prudent thing to do is to get rid of him, use that money and get a striker in January. Um, the childish thing to do would be to, to, to sideline him. As for Pierce Morgan sensationalised in the interview, um, I haven't seen that. I've seen him broadcast video clips to do the talking for themselves. I've seen newspaper articles claim things, people have said things in interviews that they haven't actually said. Um, maybe a headline turns around and says, Cristiano Ronaldo slams Eric Ten Hag when he didn't really. Right? I've seen that happen, obviously, that's, that's in extra social media, but I haven't seen that happen here. The video is so shocking in itself, what Ronaldo says, he doesn't need to sensationalise it, that does it itself. The fact he's releasing it in excerpts, um, and from what I've I heard this too, that Ronaldo sought out, uh, I was listening to Andy Mittens to podcast on this, uh, Pierce Morgan, it was very deliberate um, who he did that with, and that's of course, that is of course his loyalty towards people that... Um, that serve him, you know, so uh, totally unnecessary, timing of it's dis disgraceful, none of this helps Manchester United in any way, um, none of this is good for the football club, uh, I feel for young Garnacho, who should be uh, living today with all the headlines about him, who was sensational at the weekend, so exciting to watch, um, and, and instead we're talking about this nonsense, but um, I think it has to be, it has to have a similar outcome that happened with Roy Keane, when Roy Keane did uh, that MUTV interview, thinking he'd have to now move Ronaldo out because his association with United now is, is no longer marketable or no longer helpful on the pitch. So, And also, I'm not sure he would be good to have around kids anyway at this point um, with his attitude. So uh, we'll go ahead and leave it there. Calm. All the best, mate. Yeah, see you soon, all right? Cheers, Thank folks. You. Thanks for all the watches. Thanks for all the downloads, everything. Clicks. Much appreciated. Take care.